1: Hello there, I'm Monica Reinagel, and you're listening to The Nutrition Diva Podcast, quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. Thanks for joining me today. A recent survey by the American Psychiatric Association found that we are more anxious than ever about health, finances, relationships, politics, you name it. On a scale of 1 to 100, this year's national anxiety score is 51, which is a five point increase from 2017. There is surely plenty to worry about these days, but anxious people tend not to be great problem solvers. So let's at least make sure that we're not stressing out about things that we don't actually need to worry about. As my contribution to the general well being, here are 10 nutrition concerns that you can probably cross off your list. Number one, not getting enough protein. There's been a lot of talk lately about the benefits of eating more protein, including better appetite control, weight management, preserving lean muscle, and improving recovery from surgery, illness, or even just hard workouts. But now I'm starting to hear from a lot of people who are stressed out because they just can't eat 150 grams of protein every single day. Relax, You do not necessarily have to eat that much protein in order to get the benefits. Every little bit helps. And in my article, How to Build More Muscle with Less Protein, I explain how to get the most benefit out of the protein that you do eat. In a nutshell, try eating less protein at dinner and more at breakfast and or lunch. And for all the details, you can check out that episode. You also probably don't need to worry about getting too much protein. Ironically, while half of the internet seems hell-bent on getting us to eat more protein, the other half is warning us that we are already eating too much. As I explained in my article Do Americans Eat Too Much Protein? These fears are unfounded. The amount of protein that we currently consume is not damaging our kidneys or weakening our bones. Number three on my list of things that you don't need to worry about are carbs. Carbohydrates have had a rough decade, shouldering most of the blame for our epidemic rates of obesity and diabetes. It is a good idea to limit your intake of refined carbohydrates and added sugars, and to balance your intake of healthy carbohydrates like fruits and whole grains with healthy sources of fat and protein. And of course, it's not only about the quality of your food choices, the quantity matters too but it has been repeatedly proven that low-carbohydrate diets are no more effective in losing or maintaining your weight than other diets. The diet that works best is the one that you can stick with, and that will usually be the one that fits your lifestyle and your taste buds. And if you need help finding your best diet, I have a whole five-part series on just that, and you'll find a link to that in the transcript for today's show. Number four on my list of things not to worry about, is the dirty dozen. Many of you have memorized this list of fruits and vegetables with the highest pesticide residues, and assiduously avoid eating or buying them unless you are sure they are organic. In terms of minimizing your exposure to pesticides or reducing your risk of cancer, this is wasted effort. As I wrote in my article on How to Reduce Your Exposure to Pesticides, The amount of pesticides that you're exposed to from eating Dirty Dozen produce is far too small to pose an actual health risk. The cancer prevention and other benefits of eating those fruits and vegetables far outweigh any risks. The fifth thing you can stop worrying about is cooking all the nutrients out of your foods. Another persistent and unnecessary worry is that we're cooking or breeding all of the nutrition out of our food. Some nutrients do get lost when foods are cooked, but also just when they're washed or frozen or even just stored in the fridge. But it's okay. There is still plenty of good nutrition to be had from these foods. What's more, the recommended amounts for fruits, vegetables, and other foods assume that some of them are going to be cooked or otherwise processed. So that's already built in. Cook your vegetables however you find them the most palatable, and you'll probably more than make up for any nutrients that are lost because you're eating more of them. Now once again, there is an equal but opposite worry about how cooking affects nutrients. For every person worried that cooking their foods will destroy the nutrients, someone else is worried that not cooking their foods exposes them to so-called anti-nutrients like phytates, lectins, or oxalates. Not only is there very little evidence to suggest that lectins, phytates, or oxalates are causing health problems—for first-world inhabitants anyway—but lectins and phytates actually have beneficial effects on health. So cross this one off your worry list as well. Human nature can get a little messy,
0: but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. 7th Generation Laundry Detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation Laundry Detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com.
1: There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. on my list of 10 things you can stop worrying about is skipping breakfast. Are you forcing yourself to eat breakfast because you're worried that skipping breakfast will cause you to gain weight? Relax. There have been dozens of studies, including randomized controlled trials, showing that eating breakfast actually has little to no impact on weight gain or loss, and that people who eat breakfast actually often end up eating more calories than those who don't. Our belief in the protective effect of breakfast far exceeds the actual evidence. If eating breakfast works for you, keep right on doing it. But skipping or just delaying your breakfast can be a perfectly healthy option as long as your daily intake is otherwise nutritious, balanced, and right-sized. And I have lots more information on breakfast and how to do it right or wrong in the show notes. Won't skipping breakfast cause your body to go into starvation mode? Nope. This is another one of those things that people worry way too much about. The idea is that you need to eat every two to three hours in order to keep your metabolism from slowing down, but nothing could be further from the truth. Starvation mode is a real thing, but it's not what you think. If you go several days without eating or eating almost nothing, Your metabolism will indeed slow down in an effort to conserve energy and extend the length of time it will take you to starve to death. But not eating for 5 hours between lunch and dinner, or going 12 hours between dinner and breakfast, is not going to cause your metabolism to slow down. In fact, going longer between meals can actually benefit your metabolism and weight management efforts in several ways. Number nine on my list of unnecessary worries is dehydration. There's a widespread myth that the vast majority of Americans are chronically dehydrated. Although dehydration can be a problem among the elderly and those exerting themselves in hot and or dry conditions, the typical American is not in danger of dehydration. And contrary to everything you've been told, you do not have to drink eight glasses of water a day in order to meet your fluid requirements. So if you're running out of room on your phone, you can safely delete the app, whose only function is to nag you to drink more water. Although dehydration is probably not something you need to worry about, you may still find that drinking some extra water can help you manage your appetite and even feel a little bit more alert. And finally, number 10, I think you can stop worrying about not having a perfect diet. I think it's great that people seem to be so interested in nutrition these days, But our ideas about what it takes to be healthy seem to be getting more and more extreme, requiring that you completely eliminate certain ingredients, foods, or even entire food groups. The problem with these all-or-nothing approaches is that they are rarely sustainable, and then when people find that they can't do it all, they end up doing nothing. Your diet does not have to be perfect in order to be healthy. In fact, you'll get a lot more benefit from eating pretty well most of the time than you will from eating perfectly two weekends per year. Okay, what's still on your worry list? There are dozens of worries I haven't talked about today, but I have discussed in previous podcasts. So if things like eggs and cholesterol, red meat and cancer, kale and your thyroid, soy and hormones, or anything else like that is still on your worry list— check the archives at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. And if you don't see it, let me know, and I'll address it in a future podcast or a live Q&A session. I'm Monica Reinagel, the Nutrition Diva. Thanks for listening this week. Here's to making our lives just a little bit less worrisome.